Hello, and welcome to our Monday Thursday worship service. We will begin with the confession and forgiveness. Friends in Christ, in this Lenten season, we have heard our Lord's call to struggle against sin, death, and the devil, all that keeps us from loving God and each other. This is a struggle to which we are called at baptism. Within the community of the church, God never wait, wearies of forgiving sin and giving the peace of reconciliation. On this night, let us confess our sin against God and our neighbor and enter the celebration of the great three days, reconciled with God and with one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done, and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with the power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Holy God, source of all love, on this night of his betrayal, Jesus gave us a new commandment to love one another as he loves us. Write this commandment in our hearts and give us the will to serve others as he was servant to all. Your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean, and you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another just as I loved you. You also should love one another. 
By this everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, tonight is the night. The last night the disciples will spend with Jesus before the authorities arrest him. They will share a meal together. Jesus had it all planned. It was almost perfect, except for one thing. There was someone with them that night who was about to turn on Jesus and betray him. That night as Jesus fed his friends and washed their feet as a sign of his desire to serve them, he had one person on his mind, Judas. Jesus knew what was going to happen. He knew that Judas was about to betray him and hand him over to the authorities. Jesus was aware of the suffering he was about to endure for all of us. And even with all that on his mind, he yearned to have Jesus, Judas know how much he was loved. Yet that night Judas sat in the shadows and was silent. His heart was already hardened, and he was not about to go back on his promise to the religious authorities. While Judas remained silent, Peter was not shy about speaking his mind. He objected to Jesus washing his feet. He felt that was beneath Jesus' dignity. After all, Jesus was not a servant in Peter's mind. Jesus was a higher authority. When Jesus rebuked Peter for his unwillingness to let him do what he wanted to do for them, Peter then decided he needed a complete wash just to make sure he was thoroughly cleaned. Again, Peter did not understand. Jesus was not worried about Peter's loyalty to him. Peter did not need to be cleaned. He already understood Jesus, even though at times his faith stumbled. That night it was Peter who was larger than life, and occupied most of the conversation. It was Peter that stands out as we read this gospel passage. But it was Judas who Jesus wanted so desperately to wash clean. And even though he tried his best, he knew it was too late to save Judas. And that upset Jesus more than knowing what was about to happen to him. Still, Judas said nothing and went along with being fed and washed. Yet in his heart, he feels nothing. It is too late for him to be redeemed. Imagine how Jesus felt later that evening when Judas got up and silently walked out the door. The door was shut, and nothing could penetrate it. With the closing of that door, Jesus' hope of saving Judas was dashed. With a heavy heart, Jesus realized that his fate was sealed, and Judas would soon begin the process that would lead to Jesus' death. Jesus looked over to the remaining disciples and said, I am with you only a little longer. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another just as I loved you. You also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, 
if you have love for one another. Could it be possible that Jesus was saying this to the others because he wanted them to befriend Judas after all this was over? Did he know how much Judas would struggle with what he had done? Did he know that Judas would need a friend? But we know it was too late. Judas, after betraying Jesus, was overwhelmed with grief over what he had done and chose to kill himself rather than live with his guilt. He had no idea that Jesus had given his disciples a command to show love to everyone, including him. As I give this sermon, and uh, all of you who are listening to it, I think I see Peter in all of you, and I hope you take that as a compliment. Peter is the one to take center stage. He is the one whose faith may falter, but he is always with Jesus, trying his best to be a good disciple. He asks questions. He is not afraid to make a mistake and learn from it. He is devoted to Jesus, even when he questions some of Jesus' actions. You are the Peters of this church because you also take center stage. You're here right now listening to this sermon. You are yearning to always be close to God. You want to learn from Jesus and you try your best to be good disciples. And yes, you do have days when your faith is tested, and you have days when you stumble in your desire to please God. You I'm not worried about, just like Jesus was not worried about Peter. Who has me concerned are the Judases, the ones who live in the shadows, the ones who are not here to hear the good news of Jesus Christ, the ones who don't walk with Jesus to the cross, but instead walk out the door and slam it shut. How do we penetrate those shadows and bring these people into the light? There are those who want to be a part of Jesus' life and death, but don't know how to begin to change their lives. There are those who don't realize how much they need Jesus in their lives and continue on as if they are in command of all that happens to them. Then there are those who live with such guilt, sadness, or grief that they don't feel adequate to be in Jesus' life. Everyone has a different story, and everyone has a different excuse. But they all have one thing in common. They have us, who want more than anything to bring them to the Lord. Jesus tried so hard that night to reach Judas, and unfortunately it didn't happen the way he had hoped. But he did not give up, and that is why he gave us the commandment to love one another. It is through our love and acceptance that we can save those who are wandering in the dark. If Jesus was willing to forgive Judas after what he did, it shouldn't be hard for us to reach out to those who need forgiveness. Look in the shadows. Who do you see? 
Let your light shine on them. Amen. United by the servant love of God in Christ, we pray for this holy night for the needs of the world. You call your people to hand on what we receive from you. Form all the baptized into teachers of faith from one generation to the next. Give your church hunger for your promises in the sacraments enjoy in receiving and sharing your word hear us O god your mercy is great your creation provides all that we need cleanse and protect the water you have given for washing and drinking water on which all life depends sustain crops and herds that provide food teach us how to live so that there is enough for all Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. You redeemed your people from slavery. Preserve people throughout the world who flee violence and oppression. Establish your leadership in place of the places of tyranny and peace in places of war. Be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Jesus loved his followers to the end. Grant assurance that love to all who need it. Those living with guilt, those struggling to forgive, those who are lonely or overlooked. Heal the sick and embrace the dying especially those we carry in our hearts, 
and those we name aloud. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. Jesus washed the feet of the one who betrayed him, inspired this congregation's ministries of service that we love as Jesus loved us. Give us renewed courage to serve. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. Your glory shone in the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus. We thank you for generations of the faithful who have proclaimed our Lord's death. Unite us with them in hope until he comes again. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. We entrust ourselves in all our prayers to you, O faithful God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We will conclude our service with Psalm 88. O Lord, God of my salvation, when at night I cry out in your presence, let my prayer come before you, incline your ear to my cry. For my soul is full of troubles, and my life draws near to Sheol. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am like those who have no help, like those forsaken among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, like those who you remember no more. For they are cut from your hand. You have put me in the depths of the pit, in the regions of the dark and deep. Your wrath lies heavy on me. You overwhelm me with all your waves. You have caused my compassion to shun me. You have made me a thing of horror to them. I am shut in so I cannot escape. My eye grows dim through sorrow. Every day I call on you, O Lord. I spread out my hands to you. Do you work wonders for the dead? Do the shades rise up to praise you? In your steadfast love declared in the grave, or your faithfulness in Abaddon, are your wonders known in the darkness, or your saving help in the land of forgetfulness? But I, O Lord, cry out to you. In the morning my prayer comes before you. O Lord, why do you cast me off? Why do you hide your face from me? Wretched and close to death from my youth up, I suffer your terrors. I am desperate. Your wrath has swept over me. Your dread assaults destroys me. They surround me like a flood all day long. From all sides they close in on me. 
you have caused friends and neighbors to shun me. My companions are in darkness.